0: Welcome to People Bring Profit into the Storm of Hospitality, where our goals are to walk you into the storm of this business to give you the confidence to win. My name is Chris Alexa, CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimberly Alexa, and Justin Smith, both part of our executive and leadership team. We came from nothing. Now we own and operate 15 restaurants over six different unique brands and many more to come. We're doing over forty million per year in revenue, and we want to share how we did it with you. Are you guys ready? Let's go! All right, guys, welcome back to, to People Bring Profit, our little podcast here that we love to share with you guys. Today's episode topic is is, is, is a fun one to me. Again, they're all fun, <laughs> but it is it's it's going to be uh, it's the grind comp- compared to really building machines. We get questioned about it all the time. It's our neon lights and our in our conference room, it's all over stuff we have. It's building machines and what that really means. And we're going to try to share it with you. And hopefully you can take some of this and take it in your your company and, and grow with it. But today, if you're the first time getting with us today, uh, I'm Chris Alexa, CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group. To my left over here is my beautiful wife, Kimberly Alexa. Hello.
1: Yes. Thank you, thank you. Hello.
0: She, she is kind of CFO, CAO, a little bit of everything here in the office. Yes. Helps us out a lot. And to my right over here my man Justin Smith. What's ooh, going ooh. on? There yeah, Jersey boy. Jersey boy, Jersey boy. Yeah. Jersey boy, yeah. <laughs> so um today again, here we are sharing some stuff. As Justin calls it, golden nuggets, um, and we're giving them out free. So line up. Here they come. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about this. What is building machines? We get questioned of that all the time on, on different different uh, little talks. Uh, people call us, say, what does that mean? And I, I guess how it all started was the words came out, which it's one of the biggest things I always say. It's got to have meaning to it. And what does it really mean? How can we say something really quickly to get it out to the team quickly? Because we are so busy in the field. Right, it's hard to just sit here and talk to these managers. And, and as we're growing as a company, so um, I remember we we have particular guys that work really hard. We're grinding. We're grinding. Oh, yeah. Right, we're grinding. Yeah. We're grinding. And I kept seeing this. And one night, just I don't know if you remember this. You probably can I, I just typed an email. I said from this day forward, I never want to use the word grinding, please, because to me grinding means two metals rubbing together um I'm just grinding and, and it's just making sparks it's uncomfortable it's, a, it, it's you know hard to listen to everything that comes to it so I just thought it's that's not motivational to our team to say I'm grinding but they were telling us
1: yeah, they're, they're grinding.
0: They were yeah. celebrating, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah worked yeah, we're hard. It's like 90 hours
2: this week, yeah. 150 yeah. hours Sweating. this week. Not even possible, but I'm grinding. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Chris yeah. and
0: Kim and Justin. I'm grinding for you guys, and it just to 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 when we walked away from it, it did not feel good. Yeah, it did not feel good. So I, I I sent I sent that email and I said, hey, we're not ever using the word grinding,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: sure all the business coaches on that email are like. Ugh especially Pat cuz he was the biggest grinder we have. He and works very
1: hard. He does yeah. and we
0: love him for it. And I said no more. We're going to be building machines. And then it was started. Right? No, what what does that mean?
2: It means we're we're leading coaches not players on the field. And we're, we're pouring into folks, teaching them how to actually do their job, giving them clear-cut areas of responsibility, honing in on their job descriptions, and making sure they're just really comfortable with what they're supposed to be doing, and abiding by the system, and... Uh, That mentality will give you a better quality of life. It'll let you work your your fifty or your sixty hours a week and not have to work ninety. There there was just a whole lot of and don't get me wrong. The past couple years with supply chain and and all kind of curveballs that have been thrown at us, I think we did the best with what we could do. But when we get into building machines, we're truly teaching people how to be coaches and step back and lead people versus going out and being that player on the field. And I think that's just the mentality and it's saying, hey, you worked ninety hours. Let's really talk. Talk about what you did and what portion of that could you have maybe delegated a little bit better or maybe gave someone some additional training versus doing it for them. And there's a million examples of that, but it was a, it was a mindset. It was like, everybody stop. Stop working so freaking hard and let's start talking about how we're going to solve this. And stop how working
0: we're... harder. How does it go?
2: It's, a, it's always work harder um, or work uh,
1: smarter, not smarter, not harder. Not harder. harder. Yeah.
2: And we like to use the word and. So we're going to work smarter and harder. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of uh, there, there's creativity and awesomeness just in that. We're a company of working smarter and harder. And I think that's that's another mindset that we can go into.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll go into all that. Uh, but that, that yeah. was one of the mindsets of that too with it. This is how Kim works. When yeah. I was like uh, building machines, she goes, well, what does that really mean?
1: Yeah, so I wanted you to really break it down for me because building machines was like almost building robots, and mm-hmm. then, uh, and I went to a place in my mind like, are you asking our our business coaches or our upper level developers or our team members, are you asking them to just do everything you say all the time, and they never can have any input into their job? And then you came back with this explanation. You yeah. came back with this no, I I want, that's a great place for them to start, but I'm actually wanting them to like
0: Well, yeah, I think the explanation Uh, was, yeah, is is your, is, you know, that's how you work. And that's why, man, it's, it's so important that we all work together as a team. And when I say this, you surround yourself and your, your table with people way smarter than you, because these words come out of my head and I give them to y'all. And then y'all kind of like fine tune them and and make sure they're correct before they go out there. And that's, that's
1: that's great for us. As a leader, that's what you do for us. You give us keywords, you give us visions and we implement it and we take it and run with it. And that's why. Your leadership is so important to this company, just because of the words that you come up You're with. you gonna make crisisms, me cry,
2: Kimberly. The criticisms yeah. that
1: you do. So, so you <laughs> building know, building machines.
0: You know? So again, out there, guys, um, it's important that when you're the leader, like, you know, there's a ton of leaders in our company. You guys lead, you know, way more than I do in your in your departments. Yeah. But but as a leader at most, you can't share duties of leadership, right? Because you have to have one that's in a visionary. And then when they spill this out, the vision now is to go out and then y'all fine tune it or y'all take what that was like, oh, I love it. Now let's go really implement it or create systems and plans and run with it that way. So I think it's it's important as leaders that you do that. And you have to come up with those visions of how you can train your staff better, treat them better, you know, train them better in ways of doing it than we didn't. We can't do it. We did 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, damn, times have changing so quickly. But with that, when you said it, and I think our terminology and me and Justin kind of worked on this was like, well, OK, it's like a symbol line right? Because you didn't want us to build robots. No, You were like, no. well, wh- what do y'all want to do? Do We can't build robots that aren't free thinkers because we want from our business coaches to our GMs, to our assistant managers, to our shift leads, to our, our kitchen employee, to our, our front hourlies, lab, yeah. to, to think outside because we want them to grow. And it was like, no, no, no. It's like we, you build a, a machine that's working and every now and then you got to go recalibrate it, Right. And you got to check it to make sure it's correct and running because sometimes these machines or computer programs, you know, get off of it. But at least it gives them a a platform and a lanes to stay in. And I I think that, you know, that's when I went to the show do review. Yeah. Right? Yes. And and how important that is to our team. You know, Justin, I think you you get in the store, you see Patrick in there and that we have to Patrick. Sometimes you do it all. But step back, build a machine that does it like like you want it to do and like the company expects and like our checklists say, then sit back and review it, right?
2: Yeah. When we talk about building machines and it's it's not robots, it's it's following the systems, making sure the systems are appropriate, correct, updated. Um, they're version 2.0 and they can change, right? I mean, you're constantly making upgrades mm-hmm. to that system. But I believe if you give them good systems and they, and that's led with our people driving our profits, we'll say it every, every episode, yeah. and they're focusing on their people and they're running the system and they're hitting their steps of service or whatever your processes are, that'll allow for more innovation and that'll allow for more creativity. That'll allow them to know that the core of their job, what's driving the business is being done, being done with integrity, the system's work. We've proven they work. And then they can use their creative minds. And some of our best ideas come from the field. Some of our most creative, innovative things come from people who run really good systems and build machines. That's where the ideas
0: are coming from. So uh, for example, um, we built this program, we're building this machine, Mm -hmm. but then our business coach calls and says, Hey, wait a minute. Can we reprogram this area right here? Because it's changed or I think we can do it better. And we were like, Whoa, let's do it. So when you check 2.0, 2.1, 2.3, you're right, it just keeps. Going, Every right? robot
2: has a you know, there's errors in the code, or yeah. it loses a, an arm, and you have to understand what's the root cause of what happened. You have to rebuild it. You have to, That's typically upgraded code. And I know we're kind of talking techie here and, and talking <laughs> yeah. robots right and up whatnot. your alley. Oh <laughs> yeah, all day. We can go to this. Place. Just to yeah. <laughs> fix my phone. <laughs> but no, in in any business, yeah, you know, you, you got to be able to take good advice, absorb a lot of information, and go back to the drawing board, and you know, make a level 2.0 and get a good system in place for everybody and then hold that system accountable. And if the end result is we're giving a better guest experience or it's making the manager's jobs a little bit easier and giving them a better quality of life or it's connecting a dot between the support office and the store, those are all great things. That's where we need to pivot. And that's what building machines means.
0: Yeah, it's just a word. It's just words that we use to kind of, again, roadmap. And I think, Kim, on your side, you already do this in the office because you've already set those those you know, those safety nets and those parameters of how they do accounting sections, right?
1: Yeah, of course. We have machines in the office. We do the same thing every over day and, and, over. and over and over again. That's just the world we live in and and the numbers. But I liked how your word was building machines. My word was grit. Yeah, that's our so word. So <laughs> we turn grinding into perseverance. You know, hanging in with the team, surrounding the team, supporting the team. When we end our periods or when we are refocusing on our next quarter goals or next period goals, it, we just persevere. We don't grind, we grit. grit. You have the grit. And, yes. and
0: and that's one thing you've always instilled to your people. Yeah, And that's one word you always throw out, like when we're interviewing leaders, right? You know, we, as you say, which it's not all rainbows and unicorn, right? Because right. We, aspire to be, we, you know, we, we try to aspire others in our company to be more. Yeah. But you always come in through that interview and say, hey, you got to have some grit too.
1: Yeah. Right. And it takes courage to have grit. Yeah. You know, you, you may be a machine out in the field, but to raise your hand and say, hey, Um, upper management. I think if we do it this way, we can improve our processes, our systems. You know, you, you taught me how to be this great grand machine, but I have this great grand idea. Yeah. And, and that's where my word comes in, grit. You know, it's all about perseverance and courage to raise your hand and say, hey, I've got a, yeah, because, a great idea.
0: Because you think about some of these, you know, managers, um, it, it's hard for them to raise their hand to their, their superior. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you got to have some grit to, and to step up and say, hey, this program that we're running, this building machines that you're doing, this training that you've done has a little flaw in it. And I can save a lot of, you know, money or screws as you're putting this thing together because if we can shift and do it this way and and that's where we have to and, and we, we i think we do a great job at that you know we, we try to bring them in and say hey during the herd updates and, and talk about that too so it's really important
2: hey everyone real quick if you enjoy listening to us why not give us a good rating or review this would mean the world to us and sharing it with your family and friends would be just awesome thank you so much again for tuning in let's get back to the show
1: And what I find it interesting is that not only are we building machines, but we make it a point in our company to really understand the process and what the machine is doing. We're not um, hands off. We get in there and we see what they're doing. We try to innovate ourselves. We try to help our people out in our field, and I think that goes a long way with our with our people.
2: Yeah. So we go from like grinding to to building machines, but I think we we put an extreme focus on like the human connection, though too. Yeah. So like robots are not free thinking. We are. We're humans, and we absolutely can excel when we have a good robot or a good system. And humans build robots for the most part. Um, that that's where that human connection. Someone be able to raise their hand, and someone being able to challenge a process is. Um, that, that that's absolutely imperative when you're talking about what we're thinking here. And when you're grinding, you're probably not free thinking. You're not innovative. You're not using yeah. your creativity. You're probably you're getting, down, yeah, your head's down mm-hmm. and you're, you're falling backwards, yeah. not forwards. That's right. As you say. That's what I say. <laughs> if, if you
0: fail, fail forward, yeah. not backwards. So. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and with that, I want to use this thing too. It's like, okay, we had this problem because this program – This building machines was there. It was checklist. It was everything training. And then we were, as stores were really ramping up, getting busier and, you know, doing some great volume, we would attend a store and their list said they were clean because the program said to clean and mop and wipe mirrors down and just clean the front windows every 30 minutes. But then this is where the reprogramming, right, comes in. It's like, wait a minute. And this is where the wording comes in, where I, where I say well, because I mean, we were struggling with this. You know, some of our managers said they're cleaning, they're cleaning. And, we, and we, how do you explain clean to somebody? Then this comes to the reprogram. Okay, let's reprogram this building. Let's let's use the word clean, but let's use it brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's make it look brand new. Yeah. And I, it's funny when you tell a manager that, if you tell a, a business coach that, they're like,
1: it oh. blessing nights." yeah.
2: When you're coding or creating a robot, you have to have 100% integrity. Yeah. If you mess up a line of code or a small part, the robot doesn't work or the program doesn't work. I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah, so for us, that's our expectation. And yeah. whether that's a restroom check or a readiness checklist, we go in there and make sure all the code's perfect and every line is perfect and we and we have extreme integrity. With our systems, and that's like the correlation of building machines and the humans that are actually executing our systems out in the field. So that's my interpretation of it,
0: yeah, as we're evolving every day, right? It's every day we're always looking to ourselves to be better and And I think any anytime that you can as a leader and you pass it down to your leaders in the field that are wherever you're at, how big you are, they have to see your vision and they have to understand your terminology, what you mean. And any way you can, you know, from building machines to into the storm to different terminologies that we use as you're out there and in the, in building your company. And writing your DNA, kind of your company, or writing who you are or your culture, you you got to attach yourself differently these days. You know, you have to, you know, have to un- understand the people that work for you need these, I guess, criticisms or knowledge that they, they they can run with because it, it it's so much easier. You know, it's like, you know, I, I remember one time you told me, like, I always just say, hey, guys, every rock's in its place. Landscaping is so important to me. It is, and I get in trouble from it all the time because Kim's like, oh, you busted the budget at this new Arby's because oh, yeah. you put a bunch awesome. of cactus there. Yes. But I love cactus, <laughs> and and the white rock just blings. But, you know, and... Uh, and you're no help over here because you're supposed you're on the budget side and you're like oh Chris did it and I ran it past you first but
2: uh, <laughs> but anyway I, I say, love those cactus especially the ones in Lumberton That's so funny you say that because I was just talking about it with our business coach saying man these cactus are awesome yeah, <laughs> I
1: hope I mean, you do they were well,
0: curb appeal is everything
1: yes, right? I yes think it is. Yeah. that's
2: a machine over there we're building
0: that machine we're building I, the, I am a built fine machine but you know it goes that when I say every rock's in its place and this is kind of how this came from Kim and I don't know if I ever threw this at you and said I remember you kept saying do they understand what you mean? Now, th- uh, what I mean is if we watch our flower beds, which, you know, a bunch of our buffaloes have these big rocks and we're really busy. So the kids get in there and play in them and make snowman. And, you know, then they put them in the parking lot or in the grass and a lot more runs over it when they're mowing and just break stuff. So um, I, every time I go to a buffaloes, I pick up rocks. And it's funny when people are with me, when we fly to locations or we walk in, everybody's around me picking up rocks. <laughs> but, you know, you asked me, so do they really understand what... Picking up rocks means or every, every rocks rock in its place. place. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah. My vision, my theory is, is if we put every rock in the flower bed, well, the bathroom's going to be clean, the front doors are going to be opened up in time, and and things like that. And 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 that's where it kind of started. Well maybe we need to program and build machines because... That's... And it's
2: really hard to teach people to care. People typically either care or they don't care, but what you can teach them is quality checks. Yeah. And you can teach them, you know, any form of QA and coming in and checking that the system's working. And that's, that's a part of their role. And that's a part of any machine or business. So doing quality checks and coming in and seeing, you know, do people care that that rocks there? That's a QA check. That's a system that's, that's coming in back behind everything and making sure that the landscaping's good. And that, you know, yeah. that every, every piece of the business needs to be QA Made checked.
0: To kind of bring it in, start landing this thing here. And, and I want to throw this at you, Kimberly. I think this is something that you took to a whole nother level because we build machines in the company. We built machines and just sit in your desk that right that they're doing all the stuff. But now you've built this machine to also to teach us to be better at recognizing our staff mm-hmm. for their their things of you've built this machine to in, inbred in your HR department and our leadership that they need to notify because we we want to recognize them, right?
1: Yeah. So if you're asking me about the I'm always trying to be innovative on our employees and recognizing our employees no matter what, on all different levels, no matter what it is. We really, as a company, I think it's so important. Our industry has changed. We used to be able to give somebody a you know, a pat on the back and that'd be good enough, but that's not good enough anymore. People want instant gratification. They get that all day long through technology, and so they're wanting instant gratification. So if you're waiting five year, 10 year anniversaries to celebrate somebody, it's it's too long. Too late. In our industry, we have high turnover rates, and so we're trying to implement programs to give instant gratification, no matter what that might be as a company. That's what we're focused in going in 2023. Yep. And going back to, you know, every rock in its place, how our company has progressed is that was a start for us, mm-hmm. every rock in its place. And then we took it to the next level, building machines. And we rally around building machines, right? Yeah. And so we, we wrote our leadership playbook around building machines. And then the next level for me was grid. And then we built— I've started building our support office around grid and just focusing on perseverance, encouragement, um, personal development, um, Yeah, things like that.
0: You know, wh- where I brought that up is because you also built a machine to now start in the office of like management and leadership, like the best first day ever, because we were focused on that in the store, but you took it to the next level. So wh- where I'm getting at is like, don't just focus what's happening in the store like a checklist and this is when we lock the door this is the bathroom clean. challenge yourself as leaders right you did you challenged the office wait a minute i want to do this better mm-hmm. i want to build the machine that when we got a new employee starting here in a week or two and um, you're going to have it all rolled out and and, and do that because you've built the machine now that you want to be able to do that from now on and you built that to, to the same to celebrating employees and things like that so when when you, us as leaders you know, when I sit there and I I use the word building machines to myself, I need to build myself better and I need to go reprogram myself because what what I did two years ago is not what needs to happen. So I need to program myself as a new leader, as, as what's new. And And that's why I'm telling, you know, that is like, get out there and look what's happening in the community and your and other leaders and what they're doing in watching how this tidal wave is totally growing of, you know, what people are doing different because you as you build a machine, Or, you know, however you're running your company and grinding, you need to go back and look at yourself and think, how can I do it better? You're challenging your store managers to, you know, follow the procedures, do this, do that, do that. But are you challenging yourself? Yeah. And I think that's one thing, like you said, would go back to it when you said, told me, well, do they really understand what every rocks in this place was? That's where this whole mindset to me went, boom, wait a minute. And Justin, you ran with it like, I'm building my machine. I want to do herd updates. I want to do this. I want to do And you're always challenging coming in the office. Hey, Kim, how were those calls? What do I need to do different? And then recently you had the play call, of the, the play of the day. What is it called?
2: What we do, play of the week.
0: Play of the week. That's something you've changed your program, but you've programmed yourself to write that code. And you're going to do that in probably six months to a year. It might change something else because you're always reprogramming it because the new late model came out. The new model came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that car that was five years old ain't the
2: same car you own now. Well, you listen to the customer, too. We listen to our employees. We listen to our leaders. We listen to our guests. And, you know, factories are making microchips, and those robots are making the microchips, and those robots need to be housed in a big factory. So we're building machines at different levels of the organization and it has a little bit different meaning at every level of the organization, but definitely here at the support office, leaning into our people and creating platforms to take care of them in new and innovative ways is a huge part of building any machine. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Again, I think that um, it's a great topic for us. This is one of the game changers for us, guys. Uh, episode before this one was into the storm. This one here,
2: the grind. Compared- Our team loves this yes. topic, yeah. so that needs to be said. Like yeah. people yeah. love hearing this; they rally behind it. There's tons of different conversations. Even just having the conversation of what this means yeah. changes them from grinding. Yes. yes, it gets them into a different mindset and mentality. And there, you could you could talk robots or whatever you want, but it, it's an awesome conversation to have. And it's very simple. I mean, these two last two topics were some of the
0: big nuggets that we really did that rolled out that really, I think, helped us change the mentality of our staff and also changed us. Yeah. Really, as leaders. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. So again, hey, um, thank you, Kim. Thank you, Justin. And thank you for listening to us, guys. Uh, And again, comments, please. We want to hear topics. We have a list of topics that we want to talk about in episodes, but, you know, we challenge ourselves. Is that what really people want to hear at this point? And if we we get some comments or some messages sent to us, we would love to add that to our list and let us get in here and challenge ourselves to how we can help you more, right? Sure. Because that's what we do. We always aspire ourselves to be better today than we were yesterday. Yes, sir. And we want to help you do that. Thank you again, guys. Appreciate you. Cool.